Welcome on in. It is the final out. Sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable never looks so good. Certainly looks better than the Phil's offense. Regency Furniture. I, I, I can say that with, with pretty good confidence that Regency Furniture looks better than the Phil's offense. I mean, holy cow. I mean, that's just... Just a dreadful loss. I, in the grand scheme of things, it might not mean that much. But, you know, when you dig yourselves a six-game under 500 deficit, you climb back out of it. You're six games over 500. Things are riding high. You've won nine straight. You've won four straight. You just swept the Cubs out in Chicago. And to come home and lay an egg like that is just so annoying. You're going to lose baseball games. Good teams lose baseball games all the time. We don't need to like rewrite the entire story of the, the 2023 Phillies with that loss tonight. But it's just like you didn't. <laughs> this is going to sound very simplistic. You didn't have to do that. You didn't have to do that. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four is how you get in. Yes, that this is the final out. Jack Fritz hanging out with you on this Friday night. I don't think anyone's left the ballpark yet. From what I've seen, the drone show looks absolutely incredible. So. I hope you enjoy the uh, the rest of the night down there. But overall, I mean, the the fireworks definitely happened after the show, and what happened during the game was just dreadful. Let's get to the takeaway of the game, the biggest takeaway of the game, uh, which is always brought to you by Morgan and Morgan. And, and my biggest takeaway from the game, and the thing that hit me on my way out as I watched, <laughs> was it three straight strikeouts to Hunter Harvey to end the game, is that. If this team misses the playoffs, it's because of the offense. And, and that is becoming more and more abundantly clear. It's not the fifth starter. It's not Aaron Nola. It's not the bullpen. It's not a week ago bringing in Junior Marte to a tie game or Jeff Hoffman into a tie game. It's this offense. And it's it's disappointing because the talent is there. And what what frustrates me, and listen, I think Kevin Long is, is a smart guy. Um, but there's too much talent in that offense. And you can you can yell about Cody Clemens, yell about Edmundo Sosa, yell about the bottom of the lineup all you want. But the fact of the matter is, is that Schwarber's batting in the 180s again. Trey Turner's batting 240s. Uh, Bryce Harper can't lift the ball. Uh, Nick Castellanos has been great. There's been nothing wrong with Nick Castellanos. JT is, is just is been terrible for the last 10 games offensively. Bryce Stott's fine. Alec Bohm can't lift the baseball. Brandon Marsh went through about a month and a half slump. Overall, the numbers look fine. It's not a big deal. But it, it feels like for, for two straight years here with the majority of the same guys that it's still bad at bats, not being locked in enough. Um, runners in scoring position has felt like a problem here. And just not enough grind it out and win a game when you don't have your, 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 your A game. You didn't have your A game tonight. That's fine. I, like, Josiah Gray was good. And and you went out there. And to have runners on first and third no out and your your big money guys coming up, Bryce Harper and JT Realmuto, and to come out of there with absolutely nothing and then forcing Bryce and Stott to, like, chase because he's pressing in that spot, it's not great. Like, you have to be able to, to lock in there and get a job done. I mean, winning baseball has been a big problem for this team this year, and not being able to get the job done there is absolutely killer. And if we look back at the end of the year and they miss the playoffs by a game or two, we're going to look at tonight as one of the games being like they gave away a game because that's what tonight was. 
is that the Phillies absolutely gave away a game tonight at Citizens Bank Park. Runner to scoring position is just it's it's so frustrating. They get a good amount of base hits. They get guys on base. First and third, no out, no one scores. Next inning, Alec Bohm leads off with a double, doesn't come home. That is losing baseball, and that is frustrating. Um, Bryce, like, I, I just, I keep waiting. Like, he is, there's a couple things going on with Bryce right now. One, he is just driving the baseball into the ground, just absolutely driving the baseball into the ground, not lifting it at all for any kind of power. And, and you just watch him. And I feel like he is trying to erase a month-long streak of not hitting a home run with every single at bat, and trying to just do too much. And like I, I totally get it. This is not like a. I'm not sitting here crushing Bryce, and because this is what I. It's almost like what you want is to see your guy like fighting and trying to do his best to get out of a slump. But it, he like for the sake of all of us. We need that guy to hit a home run because I think he's going to snap soon. Like, he needs to hit a home run because every swing it looks like he is trying to hit 30 home runs in a month. It is – I mean, tomorrow, if he goes over tomorrow from the home run de- uh, department, no home runs in June. And what's encouraging about what is happening with this team right now is that they've won 17 games in June, and Bryce Harper has done virtually – Nothing in the power department. Uh, JT, last 10 games, he's batting 150-ish. Uh, 12 for 19 this year with runners in scoring position. And you look at the overall numbers. I was I was honestly surprised. It hasn't felt this bad with JT. Um, but overall, 244 hitter with a 70, 752 OPS after tonight's game. He's down to 244. JT Real Muto. So, um you know, last year he was also struggling in the middle of the year and then started to, to pick it up after uh, what happened in Canada. So, like, either way, the studs aren't being the studs. Trey Turner, you know, he, he got on tonight and stole a base. That was good. But still, it's, it's not – it doesn't feel as impactful. If they miss the playoffs, it's going to be on this offense. And it's just incredibly frustrating the – the style of play, especially what they were doing tonight, because they're better than that, and they know they're better than that. And if you can't get a guy home, runners on first and third, no out, to tie a game up and do your job, it's losing baseball. Next inning, double to start the inning off. Doesn't get home. Losing baseball. 215-592. 94-94 is how you get in. Uh, other takeaway from the night, a positive, is that this pitching staff is, is continuing to do its thing. Christopher Sanchez was great. Um, he has done – he's exceeded my expectations. He looks comfortable out there. He has a good pitch mix. The the slider – or the uh, the, the fastball changeup thing he has going right now, it's it's not Ranger Suarez, but it's like Ranger Suarez light to me. And then that, that little slider he can, he can flip in there is a, is, a, is a good little pitch for him. So Christopher Sanchez has, has exceeded my expectations. Uh you know, I thought that the bare-handed catch to end his night was a, a good little uh, fun moment. And for now, he has totally stabilized the rotation. Um, so you, you talk about the concerns with this team, like, oh, they got to go get a fifth starter. I don't think so. You have, you have Ranger, Taiwan, Wheeler, Nola, Chris Sanchez for the moment, doing his job, totally fine with him. Andrew Painter's coming. Uh, it was before the game. 
Uh, all the beat writers tweeted out. He threw. He had an up up down bullpen, which I read too fast and said it was up and down bullpen. It, it is just means you you go out, you pitch a simulated inning, go in, sit in the sit in the dugout like you would normally do, and then go back out. So he is on his way back. That's your fifth starter right there. Now, if they want to go out and, and try to trade for a top-of-the-line starter with the idea that maybe Aaron Nola is not going to be here after this year, that's different than go get an innings-eater type number five to stabilize that spot. They need a bat. The Phillies need a bat in that lineup. Um, that's going to be the big thing for them. But either way, Christopher Sanchez doing his job. Jeff Hoffman, I thought, like just a clean, normal inning, which is uh, refreshing. That little splitter he's starting to throw now, um, split changeup, whatever it is. That's a, uh, a definitely a weapon for him. And then Matt Strom, you know, the last couple of outings, I feel like he's been down to 92-ish, and the stuff just looks like it's been flattening out a little bit. Tonight I felt like some of that life was back, and um, I think they're being very, very cautious about overusing him too much and, and not trying to run him into the ground. I mean, they essentially gave him off last week, and I think you're starting to see it pay dividends early. 215-592, 94-94, but... Obviously, the biggest takeaway of the game, which is always brought to you by Morgan & Morgan, Morgan & Morgan, America's largest injury firm, is this offense. Just even in, even in Chicago, first two nights were good. Uh, last night, one for nine with run scoring position. Tonight, more problems in that category. It's, it's never felt totally right. For about a two-week stretch in the begin, at the beginning of June, it felt right, and that's been it this year. That has been it. So if they miss the playoffs – it's going to come down to this offense. Let's kick it off. With the, I mean, you're calling it 9.30 on a Friday night. What are you doing, buddy? It's Black Gritty. What's happening, BG? No, no. The Phillies are going to win the World Series. Why is that? In, tw- in 2024. <laughs> okay. I'm just calling it early for next year. Like, I, I'm calling you because I'm hurting inside, Nolo. Like, what are we doing? Like just just hit the ball. I know. And you, what you said about Bryce is exactly right. His body language, his demeanor, he's pretty depressed before he even does anything, and he's trying to be Hercules every time he goes up there. I'm like, bro, just tap the ball in play and push the ball, people around. Like, can we just play small ball a little bit? I, I know you ain't hit a home run, but can, you, you can still hit a ball, right? Apparently not. And, and, and JT apparently doesn't read the scout report. They had his own scout report. He swings the first pitch every single time, no matter what. I don't care what it looks like. And Trey Turner, what is he swinging at? He looks like a an eight year old in eight U uh, baseball. Like, well, here's what, he what I, here's what at? I don't get about here's what I don't get about Trey BG, and obviously I'll let you continue. But like, yeah. it's just hey 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 Trey, these guys and and these scouts and the analytics department they're not dumb. So if they see that you're going to swing at every single slider first pitch, guess what they're going to throw you until you don't. It's sliders, and it just feels like every time he goes up there, he's down 0-1 because they're like, hey, guess what we're going to do? We're going to throw a first-pitch slider and see if he chases it. He chases it every time. Like, just just calm down. Like, like you're not erasing a 247 average to, to start the year here in one swing. Let the game come to you. But, man, it's just there's, there's so much chase with this offense. It drives me nuts. Where is your manager – the batting coach, the analytic dude in the suit, who is not telling him, yo, bro, don't swing. I don't care what you do. First pitch, don't swing. Let's just try it one game. Let's just see what happens. Because Break the rhythm because I'm like, you know it, I know it. I, I'm not smart. I'm not Mr. Baseball like you, but I can see it. And I'm like, how is no one telling you not to do it? It's so infuriating. Philadelphia shows up. You know what I mean? The stadium's sold out. Oh. 
I'm, I'm just sitting there. I'm feeling the vibes. Of, I got surround sound, bro. I hear people chattering and singing and clapping and cheering and doing all the things they're supposed to do. And then you show up and do this for me. And again, I know it's just one game. I'm sure they're going to win a series. But nights like tonight make me enraged in my heart. And we deserve better, Nolo. But don't worry, 2024 World Series. That's, 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 all, that's all people care about right now is the uh, 2024 right. World Series. I appreciate the call, buddy. Enjoy the rest of your Friday night. Yeah. And, and it stinks because the, the, the crowd was great. And I, I was sitting there, even when they were down 2-1, yeah, fifth, sixth inning, whatever. I was like, they're not, they're not going to lose this game. Like, it's frustrating. The offense is not doing its job. I get it. But they're not really going to lose this game. And then they messed around and did. And it was just incredibly frustrating. Let's get to the player of the game, uh, which is brought to you by South Jersey Gas, committed to providing safe, reliable, affordable natural gas. Make the switch at SouthJerseyGas.com slash LoveMyHome. And I'm going to give it to Christopher Sanchez. I don't care that the Phil's lost. Um, I, I thought he was brilliant. And I, and I think that him being able to stabilize this rotation and not have the fifth spot be an albatross and having Dylan Covey out here, who, by the way, still on the roster, <laughs> still here. Um, but, you know, not having to, 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 to have a bullpen game essentially every fifth day is, is just massive. I mean, you're giving these guys time off and you're, and you're letting them kind of settle into roles, especially with Sir Anthony Dominguez uh, on the IL. You don't want to overexpose this bullpen. 215-592-9494. If you're leaving the ballpark, we'd love to get you in. Uh, or if you just watch at home and we're frustrated sitting on the couch like I was, regardless, I'll get your phone calls on the other side. But also, one move the Phils have to make tomorrow uh, because this this run by one certain player, I believe, has come to an end. And a lineup change that I think would pay immediate dividends. We'll get to all of that coming up next. It's Jack Fritz here on the final out. Sanchez kicks and fires. And the pitch swung on, lifted deep to left field. Schwaber is back at the track. He's out of room. It is gone. And Stone Garrett with his fourth home run of the season. And it's a two-run shot, compounding the mistake for Turner as the Nationals lead it 2-0. Welcome on back. It is the final out, sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable never looks so good. Jack Fritz hanging out with you here on this Friday night. At least I got it over with early. You know, game started at 6, done by 9. The drone show's going on, disappointing offense, whatever. Um, but what you just heard was the play of the night which is the Mike's Amazing Play of the Night presented by Mike's Amazing, the official mayo, mustard, and vegetable oil of the Phillies, and that was it. I mean, that was freaking it. To, to, to lose a game where, again, first off, you're playing the Nationals, which is just <laughs> – they've owned the Nationals for the last you know last two seasons, basically. I mean, playing the Nationals last year is essentially what allowed them to get into the playoffs. So um, a very fond memories of playing the Nationals, but I will say, you know, the last time they lost a Friday night game to the Nationals, they went on a nine-game winning streak after. So, hey, maybe this is a, a start of something good. And they need it because next week's a Miami series. But still, you know, you're going to lose games. You're not going to win every game. Bad teams win, unless you're the A's. Bad teams generally win 60-plus games a year, and, and they get theirs too. But when you lose 2-1 and – you have runners on first and third with no outs, don't score. Runners in scoring position, Alec Bohm on double, uh, has a double to lead off the next inning. He doesn't score. It's annoying. It's annoying. And you can't help but think, especially given how tight the, the wild card race is. Again, if they had won that game tonight, 
Um, you know, the right now, the Mets. Oh, the Mets blew it. Just kidding. I, this is trending towards the Mets uh, beating the Giants tonight. But, of course, in classic Mets fashion, they allow three in the eighth. What are we doing? Three in the eighth, our old pal David Robbins, Robertson. Oh, my. Wow. So uh, I was about to set up that had they won tonight, they'd be one game back because the Giants are going to lose to the Mets. But the Mets messed it up. And while I love making fun of the Mets, I mean, I actually we need them to start winning these games. They're playing the Giants this weekend. Like, let's let's step it up a little bit uh, and maybe keep Buck Showalter around, around a little bit longer. But um, now with the loss tonight, you know, they're going to go back to two and a half games out if the, if the Giants hold on. So it's just – these games are starting to matter more and more. It's June 30th. You're officially 81 games through the season. And, you know, they are five games over 500. It's been fine. But when you lose games like that, and especially with how tight this, this run's going to be, this race is going to be towards the end, those, got, those kind of games are going to be ones that you look back at the end of the year if you do come up short as missed opportunities because that is what tonight was. We'll get back to the phones here in one second, but – I, I, Cody Clemens has been a nice story, but I just, for the life of me, given the power issues this team has, why Derek Hall is not up here tonight was the, their first opportunity to take him off the, you know, bring him up from AAA. When they sent him down there, he had to stay down for ten days. That's part of the rules. Cody Clemens was playing well before that, but he's batting under 150 in June now. I believe he has no home runs. He's playing a ton. I mean, Derek Hall was a guy that they trusted enough before he got hurt to, you know, be their their starting first baseman while Reese Hoskins was hurt. Cody Clemens came up and did his job, but it's it's like Der- it's it's time to 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 cut out the nonsense. It's time to get Derek Hall back up here. Cody Clemens, a a, a nice role player, but what are we doing here? I mean, it's. I'm not the the biggest Derek Hall guy in the world, but at the same time, first off, you need him up here at least until Bryce can play first. And if he can play first, great. Um, It seems like that's all ramping up. But at least I would like to know if if Derek Hall can stabilize that position for the time being. Um, But at the same time, I guess whoever can play first and get Schwarber out of left at this point is a win. Either way, Derek Hall's got to get up here because the Cody Clemens thing is just, it's over. The, the the Cody Clemens Lynn Sanity run has come to an end. He's just he's he's he is what he did is he's a he's a quad a you know baseball player. That's, that's what he is. It's fine. Not everyone needs to be a stud. He's 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 a pretty good player. But it's time for Derek Hall to get up here. I have one thought on the lineup I want to get to. But first, let's go back to the phones and talk to Taylor in Scranton. What's happening, Taylor? How's it going, Jack? Uh, I wish it was going uh, better, buddy. Yeah, seriously. My biggest takeaway with this team right now is they just need to relax with guys on. It's yep. insane. They go up there and they look – I swear they're looking to be on some kind of highlight reel every time a runner touches second base. Like, we might need to slip some Xanax or something in the in the lineup or something because it's ridiculous. Well, like, and, and, and it's been that way, I feel like, a majority of the season. I mean, what I think a lot of the base running issues are – are strictly just trying to do too much and trying to be the hero in every play. And I look at Bryce right now. I feel like he's trying to be the hero every, on every play. Trey Turner swinging at every first pitch, trying to make an impact. JT, it feels like, um, 
he's trying to lift the ball, but it's not working. And then you get to like, and Bryson Stott is is not usually like this, but there's two times tonight where he chased 95 above the strike zone. It's like that's not you. That's that's not you, Bryson. Just just calm down. But it, it's been that way all year with this offense, where I just they. And, and there's been times this year where I'm like, okay, there's the there's the the deep breath kind of series, but they just get right back to being completely tight, and and I can't put my finger on why that keeps happening. It's insane watching them. It's just they're so tense, they're so awkward with every at bat with runners on. Like they just need to replicate what they do because they're getting hits. They're just not doing it. With guys on, it's mad. Well, and they, really and they don't hit home is. runs, Taylor. Like, they did, they don't hit the ball out of the ballpark. They did a pretty good job of it in Chicago this week. But other than that, I mean, they just don't hit the ball out of the ballpark. It's it's insane. Really, truly insane. You got to wonder if Kevin Long is the right guy at this point. Like, I get being aggressive, but you got like got to wonder what he's teaching them at this point. Yeah, I mean, it, it's so tough because – on one hand, I like what Kevin Long has done with some of the younger guys. On the other hand, I don't know really what he's I – mean, at this point, Schwarber's been around forever. Trey's been around forever. Bryce's been around forever. JT's been around forever. Um, you know, you uh, like Bryson Stott's fine. He's never going to be a power hitter. You don't really need that from him. Boehm has been very disappointing. But, you, you, I mean, you see him working with some of the younger guys and getting good, good uh, production out of them. Brandon Marsh. Uh, Christian Pache's turned into like an, an interesting little piece. I mean, Stott is having a good year for what it's worth. Um, Cody Clemens showed you a little bit. So you see some of that from the young guys, but even last year, it still felt really inconsistent. And the thing I keep coming back to with like Kevin Long and what they're doing on the offensive side of the, of the, of the ball is, you know, I, I watch a team like the Dodgers. I watch a team like the Giants who don't have the most talent in the world. Um, and, and I just, it feels like they're more connected all throughout. And even like, I mean, the Braves are an extreme example, but like they had a ton of home runs and they don't strike out. And it just feels like I, I see other lineups with late, with way less talent getting way more production than this team right now. And, and even with guys in their lineup who aren't the most power guys to be 24th in home runs is, is just, it's, it's not good enough. It's not good enough with some of the names that are in there. Um, heading into the yeah, – let's see, 20th in home runs with 86. I think that helped with what they were doing. But, um, like, I look at the, the, the Braves who lead baseball in home runs. Dodgers are second. Tampa Bay's third. The Angels are fourth. Yankees fifth. Texas sixth. Now, St. Louis has hit a ton, ton of home runs. They've been bad. That's the outlier. Um, but it just – the best offenses in, offenses in baseball are driving the ball out of the ballpark. And – you know, I see a Giants lineup who has more home runs than the Phillies. Who's the number one power hitter on the Giants? Like, it's just there are teams that I believe who don't have the star power the Phillies have that are getting more out of their offense than what this offense that the, the, what they're currently doing. And I mean, I, Kevin Long's been to a ton, been in a ton of big games. He's won a couple championships, but there's too much inconsistencies here to where. Uh, someone's got to take the blame for it. I mean, the players aren't going anywhere. They're not going to fire Kevin Long right now. Like, that's that would not be the right you know course of action. They're five games over five hundred. They'd be good in June. Um, but it is it's fair to start wondering about them, and it stinks because I thought they had a real difference maker there. But when I when I look at the contrast between what Caleb Cotham and his staff is getting out of the, out of the pitchers 
versus what Kevin Long is getting out of what I believe is a more talented unit in the offense. I mean, Cotham, people love to rip analytics, and they love to rip the modern style of pitching. Well, it's working. What is Kevin Long doing? How about some modern styles of hitting coach? Um, so that's just something to definitely monitor as the season goes on. One thing that I that I am, am growing more and more interested in while he is not hitting for power is moving Bryce Harper to the leadoff spot. And something that I think might help Bryce get going here is instead of having JT Real Muto batting behind him, if you make him the leadoff hitter while he continues to hopefully get his power back, he has Trey Turner behind him. He has Kyle, Sch- or he would have Castellanos. He, have, he would have Kyle Schwarber all backing him up. So it's no longer JT into Bryce into Bohm, which at this point, unfortunately, is a drop off. It would go Harper, Turner, Castellanos, Schwarber. So maybe he gets more pitches to hit. And if he gets more pitches to hit, maybe he can start driving the ball to the ballpark more. Um, because right now he just looks incredibly frustrated, just incredibly frustrated, trying to make up for a month-long drought, I feel like, with every single pitch. 215-592-9494. I don't know if they'll do it, but I would 100% consider putting Bryce at the leadoff spot while he's not hitting home runs. You get more base hits, you get similar OBP, and you get a chance to have more pitches to swing at. I think it's a win-win all around. Plus, I mean, him at the uh, top of the lineup with the bottom of the lineup, um, would create more fear, I believe, in some of those pitchers. 215-592-9494. We'll get to all of your calls on the other side, but also we will check the uh, the the matchup for tomorrow before handing things off to Jody Mack. All that is coming up next here on The Final Out. Welcome back. It is The Final Out, sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable never looks so good. Jack Fred's hanging out with you for the next couple of minutes before handing things off to Jody Mack. We'll take you through the rest of the night. A lot of interesting Sixer stuff to get into. Um, and, of course, continuing to react to a, a brutal Phil's loss tonight um, against the Nationals. And an interesting thing uh, to just <laughs> continue to point out how futile this offense has really been, even though they've won games. And that's what I was trying to explain to, to, to Ike from last weekend. It was like, yeah, they took two or three from the Mets, but, like, the offense is still not clicking and not firing on all cylinders. And I just keep waiting to see the, the real Phil's offense because on paper – it's ridiculous, but uh, this is from Destin Laguardo after the game that you know today marked the third time in the last ten games that they have they've had one extra base hit or less in a game, and that's just it's awful. It's awful for for modern baseball. So that's not great. Looking around the league tonight, uh, Milwaukee looks like they're going to beat the, the Pirates. They're up seven four in the eighth. The Giants came back from a four two deficit in the eighth against the Mets. They're up five four. Miami's getting bludgeoned. <laughs> by the Braves tonight. So, um, listen, man, Atlanta's 14 games over 500. They'll lose tonight, 13 games over 500. So, uh, Phil's got some work to do to make up on that. The Dodgers are winning 5-2 in the sixth against the uh, the Royals. So, uh, not things are not breaking the Phil's way tonight. Looks like the Brewers are going to win. Giants are going to win. Dodgers are going to win. Marlins lose, but they're up by a lot right now in the, in the wild card chase. So, who really cares at this point? The three teams the Phil's are primarily chasing – Look like they're going to win, so not great. We will start to look ahead to tomorrow in a, in a couple of minutes, but Jeff is in Glen Oldham. What's happening, Jeff? Hey, Jack. So I'm just curious. If you ask Thompson a question and he could only give you one answer, what is his priority going into the game, to make his players happy or to win the game? What do you think he would answer that question with? Uh, I think he cares a lot about uh, players being comfortable for sure. 
And I think that he, he believes that if they're more comfortable, it will lead to more wins. But what is this more in relation to the lineup? Well, you gave those stats on Bryce and JT for the whole month of June. And yet, you know how many times that Bryce didn't bat fourth and JT didn't bat fifth in the lineup in the June? Uh, zero. Zero. Yeah. So, I mean, seriously, you got to do something. But who are you putting Don't there, tell Jeff? Me nobody else is hitting. I mean, you have to do something. But who are you putting there? It doesn't it doesn't mm. matter if this isn't working. You have to try to change. So, so you so can, you're if you're Rob Thompson, you would move Bryce to what? 7th in line? Well, I first of all, I mean, at least for the last 2-3 weeks prior, Bohm has been hitting the ball, Bryce mm. Stott's been hitting the ball, Marsh has been hitting the ball. Those are our seven, our six, seven, eight hitters, and they're batting behind guys that are batting 150 in a lineup. And JT, who's a strikeout or a double play every at bat. The JT, the, the JT one is interesting. I'll, I'll give you that. I, I just think that you do more harm than good by by bumping Bryce down the lineup. I think I mean, batting him one. I think batting him one and letting him use his on base skills is, is interesting. But to drop him lower for like. Marsh or Stott, I, I think, does more the, harm. The way good. Nick's hitting, and he seems like he's almost always on base, the fact that Bryce is still not hitting when they're, they have to pitch to him and they can't pitch around them, there's just, that's a scary you know, thing to look at. Well, they could pitch around him. I mean, JT's hitting behind him. So, so there, I, you just can't explain why this guy refuses. And the only reason you can think of is he's there to make his players happy. I think he thinks that's going to lead to more wins. I mean, it, listen, if if we gave Jeff the keys to the the castle for one day, he's going in and and, and telling the three hundred thirty million dollar right fielder who is coming back from Tommy John in record time that hey, <laughs> we're swapping you and and Alec Bone tonight. Have fun with that conversation, <laughs> Mike's in Westchester. What's up, Mike? Hey, what's going on, Fritz? Tough uh, tough loss tonight. Uh, I totally. do have some ideas about potential lineup changes, not as. Um, drastic as the last caller but i think to your point if this is kind of what we're getting from harper which is maybe power is just a little zapped this year which is okay because yeah he just came back from tommy yeah oh oh man i love mike and westchester good caller um i was actually curious what he's gonna say either way um yeah i mean the lineup they're gonna kind of roll with it for you know like Rob Thompson does believe in in making sure his guys are comfortable, and and he believes that if they're comfortable, they're gonna get the, the he's gonna get the best version of those guys. But um, it has been disappointing the offense the last little bit here. So again, I, I just I would just put Bryce to the lead off, see what happens. I, I think he'd have a better chance of getting more pitches if it's Turner behind him, uh, into into Castellanos, into into Schwarber. Like I think I just think that. That gives him a better chance to get going. And if he does get going, great. Then you can put him back at four and, and swap him to Schwarber, whatever. And you still have the, the threat of Schwarber leading off with a home run and, and, and stuff like that. But at least while he's not hitting home runs, uh, for that matter, I would put Bryce at the leadoff spot and, and see if that jump starts things. Tomorrow, Mackenzie Gore on the mound versus Zach Wheeler. A good get-right spot for Zach. Uh, last start against the Nationals did not go well. Uh, I believe he had seven earned in that start. But... I mean, I remember watching it. It was a lot of bleeders. It wasn't like he was – he wasn't striking guys out, which is annoying, but it was a lot of soft contact that just happened to, to fall in. Um, but really, I mean, Zach Wheeler, the last two starts, has not been the dominant Zach Wheeler, but it has been the Zach Wheeler where it's like even when he's not amazing, 
he's still really good. Uh, he still gives you, you a chance to win while he's getting right. So it's a get-right spot for Zach Wheeler heading into uh, a start against the Nationals tomorrow. Mackenzie Gore, he uh, has a 4.55 ERA in June, but he did have five innings of one-run ball his last start out against the Padres. Young pitcher, high, high pedigree, former top pick in the draft, who they got in the Juan Soto trade last year. So he's a guy who's striking out a lot of guys right now. I believe he has 30 in his last 27 innings pitched. So he is uh, he's a strikeout guy, and he'll – he, I mean, given this team's ability to strike out, I'm sure it could be a, a tough day tomorrow against Mackenzie Gore. Either way, the last time they faced him, they won a bullpen game. So, you know, history is on our side. That's going to do it for me. Nick Earnshaw produced this hour of the program. Uh, we'll be back next week. Obviously, react to some more Phillies baseball. But Jody Max got you next here on WIP. He'll take you through the rest of the night. Uh, thanks for listening. And at least take two or three against the Nationals this weekend. Uh, and have a great 4th of July weekend, all that good stuff. Relax with your families and have a great time. Jody Max got you next here on WIP.